Welcome in, everybody, to the Sports Burrito Podcast. It is March. We are fired up. It's one of the best times of the year. We got March Madness. The NBA is getting heated up. We might not have baseball ever again. It's getting wacky. So, uh, as always, it's me, Blake, here with uh, Tobe. We're, uh, What's going on? Ready to be back, talking some sports. Um, first off, we can go ahead and touch the Major League Baseball's debacle. Um, uh, Rob Manfred is a buffoon. A dingus, some would say. Um, Absolute buffoon. I'd say he's one of the bottom two worst commissioners in all of uh, sports. Might not be two either. The bottom two, he's not two. It's, it's him and Goodell, and there's no one else there. Because yeah. Adam Silver is, uh, is, uh, he, is our bald goat. He's absolutely awful. You knew after he didn't punish the Houston Astros. Yeah. He's just a terrible commissioner. So, and, and the reasoning behind him like, not being like – every time I keep hearing more details that they can't agree on, it just makes me more and more irritated because it's like now they want to do this weird – uh, play a new playoff format with 16 teams and or and then the players want to do a 14 team one where the number one seed gets like a 1-0 lead on the second round and it's like what are you talking about and then before it was not one to pay minor league players and it's just pure buffoonery in my opinion yeah I, I think the only way uh baseball can come back if is if um Kyle Murray decide, decides that um Maybe he doesn't want to be a Cardinal anymore. He can, you know, be an athletic or, you know, triple-A baseball player. Be an athletic. Jesus. He might. He might quit. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, I'm, know. I'm assuming eventually we will get baseball because you know what matters more than the rule changes they want to make? Money. The money they want to make? That's money. Money, 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 money. If Mr. If Mr. Krabs owned a professional team, what team do you think it would be? Mm. Is he on a professional team mm. of any sport? Probably the Pittsburgh Pirates, the cheapest team Stingy. in all pro sports. That's right, I think so, and, and it fits the, the SpongeBob theme too. Wow, that's good. That's a good yeah. pick. That was good on on the fly pick. I give you that one. Um, then we got uh, so we should, we should get baseball back eventually. But uh, moving on, we got the NHL heating up a little bit. You got an update on the the standings where we're at right now with the main the main three or four. Yeah, I, I can give you the standings right now. I think the uh, Colorado Avalanche are the number one team in the NHL right now. They're very hot. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes, number one team in the Metropolitan. Uh, Florida Panthers, they are good. Tampa Bay Lightning, also good. Tom- Toronto Maple Leafs, they will make the playoffs. They, they will lose in the first round. That's what they do. Also, Boston Bruins, Rangers are heating up at the right time. Um, the Blues, they exist, and the Calgary Flames. I think um, last week they they won like ten games in a row, first time in franchise history. Um, then they lost, but they're they're heating up. Should be good, but we still have like a month left of like hockey regular season. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna drag out till the similar, end. Of the similar to the NBA, you got still got like a month left. Um. I will say, you know what? My favorite, one of my favorite things the NHL has done is that instead of naming their divisions regularly, well, Atlantic and Coast and, and Central is cool, but then they went in through in Metropolitan, like no other league has that. And I think that's just <laughs> hilarious. The Metropolitan yeah, division. 
it's pretty unique. I mean, they still have the West Coast, like Pacific and all that. Also, I think in general, they have some of the most unique um, team names. In, uh, yeah, the fucking Kraken. That's sick. The Kraken is super cool. And then you got the you had the Mighty Ducks. Now they're just the Ducks, which I think is a super downgrade. Oh, yeah, the uh, fucking Edmonton Oilers. The Sabres were, are super cool. The Sharks. Uh, the Predators. It's pretty dope. The Canadians. I mean, how can you top that? The Canucks. Speaking of Canadians, uh, the Montreal Server. On right now, they can't see that though. Too, just, this is a podcast. This is not. We're not on YouTube yet. Not yet. Coming soon. Um, coming soon. Maybe. Me and him have to. We have to be a little more attractive before we get there. Maybe we can put some filters on. Well, I have been going to the gym, but also Duke lost, and they I don't drink know. like a lot. Yeah. Oh, just so anyone else that listens, I'm assuming we'll have. We might have a Carolina fan or trip. Listen, I personally you. am not that upset. I, but because that's because I, I live in a world of championships, not regular season wins and losses. So that's what I want. So unless the, if they win a champ, if they lose in the Sweet Sixteen, then I will become upset. But until then, I'm fine. I don't care. Um, um, I'm just salty that every literally every other team they did something for Coach K when he went there, but Carolina they just want want to be fucking assholes. Look, man, didn't do shit. I put it in the, I mean, I don't think they, I do think it's kind of weird that they didn't, but I put, started thinking about it this way. Do you think if Nick Saban does this, that Auburn will give him something? Yeah. They'll, they'll replay the fucking kick six or something. Yeah. I don't think they'll actually give him anything, though. Like, or honor. Yeah. Him but, at all. but it, it's got to be like mutual respect. I don't with, think there's rivalries. Any. Like, yeah, we hate each other in sports, but we also, we hate each other because we respect each other and we're both good teams. We've been a part of this rivalry a long time. You know that's not true. Duke and Carolina do not respect each other. They hate each other violently. Well, I, shit. All right, next game. Uh, let's have another Tyler Hansborough, Gerald Henderson moment. I want to see blood on the court. I will say I did enjoy seeing so many random Duke players. I forgot Gerald Henderson existed. I forgot Demarcus <laughs> Nelson existed. I forgot Mike Dunleavy existed. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. Really? Glad those guys are still alive. Uh, I thought Kyle Mike Singler, got sent to the shadow realm by uh, Giannis. <laughs> Kyle Singler being um, completely bald was trippy. He's uh, bald? Yeah, he's bald. He was wearing a hat most of the time, but then he took it off. He's bald. And then um, Jesus Christ. Christian Leitner's weird goatee was hilarious. Um, it's weird that none of the Plumleys were there. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure Mason had NBA and then Marshall's probably – in the army somewhere doing something. Yeah, Marshall, so, Marshall somewhere in Ukraine or something. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, so yeah, that's all we really got for for that. And then uh, NBA news. Um, this is this has been a weird, weird year. I think, you know, with with the way the NBA is right now, I think originally before the year, I didn't think the Bulls were going to be this good. I thought they'd be good, not this good. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Lakers have been very disappointing. Trailblazers. Lakers are about to lose their seating to the fucking Pelicans. Well, I mean. And apparently Zion's coming back. I'm sure he will at some point. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to play for them, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, CJ McCollum, he's been balling out. He looks like a good fit with um, Brandon Ingram and also not being, you know, the number two option. Yeah. Because I feel him, like- and da- him and da- Damian Lillard, they just couldn't work together because they both shoot the ball well. Yeah, and I they do. can't be hot. Both of them can't be hot the same game. So, but I feel like the West, um, 
the playoff teams in general, other than the Trailblazers not being a playoff team in general, I, I feel like I could have seen these all these teams being playoff teams. It's just the seeding that's weird. Like I did really? not expect the, I did not expect the Grizzlies to be number three. They're for sure a playoff team in my mind. The, the Grizzlies are number two right now. They moved up to the two seed. Oh yeah, so yeah, I, I did not expect the Timberwolves to be this good. Number seven. Yeah, and I mean, um, sometimes they go into the radar, but I mean, if they were in the, I mean, I guess if they were in the East, they'd be like competing for like a top three seed too. So it's kind of it's weird. Yeah, the um, East is very competitive. Um, who yeah. who would have thought that um the Miami Heat that went to the NBA Finals two seasons ago will would be the number one seed? Who would have thought? I mean, I a team that went to the it. NBA Finals, but they are not on national TV. Instead, you get to see the Lakers play the Warriors for like the seventh time in a row on ABC. Yeah. Well, my my biggest refreshing surprise has been the Cap players. I think they are what we wanted the Knicks to be this year or what people expected the Knicks to be. And the Knicks have been the biggest disappointment in NBA in my mind. Them and the Lakers. Speaking of teams that are on national TV for no reason. Yeah, and then them and the Brooklyn Nets. But the Nets is more injury things and stuff like that rather than – Injury, Kyrie, you know. Yeah, and all that chaos. So, But um, how about the Charlotte Hornets right now, number nine seed? They they were hot uh, to start the year. Yeah, they've kind of cooled up. They have, they have trouble. They don't play any defense. That's the issue. Um, they don't. Um, Miles Bridges, he's definitely cooled off. Yeah, but so I do feel like. from being most improved player to, you know, just being an afterthought on the offense. I do think that they are still a team that's a little – possibly scary for the playoffs because of how many points they can score on their own if they make it because right yeah. now well they'll make the play sitting, in right now they're sitting at the nine seed uh two games ahead of the washington wizards with Kristaps porzingis back well they're they're in a three-way tie i believe with the hornets nets and hawks it's a three-way tie yeah, the the Hornets are tied with the Nets right now. The Hawks are but the thir- they're thirty one and thirty two, but they're like the same yeah. amount of gains behind from the, yeah. the one seed. Yeah, so, three way tie. Um, but I mean, three win a three game winning streak puts them above the Raptors. So you don't really like. It's kind of yeah. The, you know, the could, East is very close this year. Yeah, There's not I, like a big margin um, that you usually see. Yeah, I do feel like so. Deep down, I think now now that I've seen like, – so before the All-Star break, though, we were talking about um, how the Celtics have been pretty disappointing. Um, they've turned that yeah, since yeah. Marcus Smart came back, and I, I I think they're probably the best team in the East to me right now. Yeah, and this is coming from a guy that said the uh, Celtics needed to trade uh, Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah, we were thinking it. I don't know. That was pretty dumb of us, to be honest with you. Dumb of you, though. Uh, I, I was saying there's no way they're fucking trading him. I thought, I mean, I I don't think, I didn't think they would. I was just thinking that it wasn't working. But I I would think that I have 100 realized Marcus Smart is the entire glue to that whole team. Yeah, if he absolutely. doesn't play, they're not they're not as good. Um, but absolutely. so we have that's the standings. Um, where where are you at with the with the MVP race? MVP right now, I have three players, uh, Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic. Okay. I have I have Jokic as number one, and then I have Embiid, Giannis, and then I have Luka, then John Morant. Yeah, um, also, shout-out to DeMar DeRozan. 
I do. DeMar DeRozan is good, but DeMar DeRozan also only affects the game in one way for the most part, and that's yeah, true. That's different. And I, I mean, he's a great scorer, and he's been really good this year, and he's obviously helped the Bulls a lot. Um, but Jokic like is carrying an entire franchise on his back. So is Embiid. Embiid's not doing it as much anymore because Harden's there. Yeah, um, dude. Imagine how scary the Nuggets will be when they get Michael Porter and Jamal Murray back. Yeah, they're gonna be uh, quite quite terrifying. Hopefully, Jamal Murray like, comes back. With, and with Jamal Murray, they're top three in the in the fucking West. No I doubt. think they're top three in the NBA with Jamal, with the Jamal Murray. Nuggets yeah. are really like a scary team with Jamal Murray, um, but like all those guys I named before, Demar Derozan are carrying their teams right now, in my opinion. So I I think that's a little more like if you took you took Doncic off the Mavericks or Jokic off the Nuggets. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. Yeah. Imagine yeah. taking John Morant off the Grizzlies. They'd be very mid. Very mid. Hey, speaking on the Grizzlies, uh, after, you know, maybe half of, half a season, who do you think won the Pelicans-Grizzlies trade? Because it seems like uh, Steven Adams has really revitalized his career and fulfilled his role as yeah. a rebounder who, and a passer. Who else was a part of that trade? Uh, it was Steven Adams, Valanciunas, and um, I think some picks. Maybe sure. the second round pick that became Herb Jones, maybe. Possibly, which Herb Jones is very good, also. Um, very I mean, Valanciunas is still averaging seventeen and eleven. And a half. I mean, seventeen and twelve. I mean, that's still like almost seventeen and twelve. And what's let me see what's uh. What's old Steven Adams averaging right now? Side note, Steven Adams is not a scorer. He's a rebounder. I know. I know. I know. I know Steven Adams is. I know. Steven Adams is averaging seven points and ten rebounds. So, I'd, I'd say they still won the trick. Personally. Personally, okay. in my personal opinion. Okay. Because right. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, Valenciennes is better than him, dude. Yeah, but who's gonna get your team more wins? That's all that matters at the end of the day. I guess. Um, so after that, we have the Ben Simmons situation, which is still odd. I don't know. What is happening? I also I don't even know if I care anymore. Until he plays, I don't care. To be honest with you. Well, um, next Thursday, the Nets are at Philadelphia. They've already said he's not playing that game. He's not playing, but will he be on the bench? Ooh, interesting, interesting. Possibly, maybe. Uh, also, uh, when they do play, uh, who in the hell is going to guard Joel Embiid on the Nets? That's my issue. LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, shit. Well, good luck. Um, <laughs> after that, we, we talked about the Lakers a little bit. And, you know, honestly, I feel like we're, if, we, if we continue to talk about it, we're part of the problem with how much attention they get for being mediocre. Yeah, it's, like beating a, it's like beating a dying horse. Yeah, I mean. They're dead. They're not winning shit. They're, they're not if, winning a championship. Even if, even if they make the playoffs, they're losing first round. I think what I would like to see, personally, 
if 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 I find LeBron. I just go out there and try to score fifty every night. I go full Kobe for the rest of the year. Personally. They're, the rest of the team's obviously just not the same. Not on the same level as you are right now. They're not playing at that level. None of them are as good. Even when AD is there, he's not he hasn't been playing at that level this year. So he needs to do what he did last night and just try to drop fifty every night. I believe no, if LeBron shot enough shots, he could he could do eighty one like Kobe did. Uh, he's also trying to beat um Kareem's record. I don't know if that's what he like wanted to do last night, but like, I don't. He just looked fed up last night. Like he was just like, right, I'm just gonna do whatever I want. And I mean, why not? Really, who who really really like can stop him one on one? If he, I I do like you know, LeBron gets a lot of flack and all that, and you know he's not considered a scorer as much as he probably should be, but. He's, really, he's not like a deep threat shooter, but he's definitely a scorer. I mean, he can he shoot. He shot, he shot a three from the logo the other night against the Mavs. Just pulled up. Yeah, but he's not doing that consistently, like every night. Yeah, I do. I just, I don't think going to the rim, there's any single person in the NBA that can do, other than Giannis, that can do anything with LeBron, to be honest with you. Maybe prime Dwight Howard. And Kawhi Leonard. That's about it. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, that's all. So I got for NBA. We're kind of gonna have to wait and see what the when we get towards the playoffs um, and see how the rest of the after All Star break pans out. But on to the the main event for March, uh, bracketology. Um, so thus far, the automatic qualifiers for the tournament are the Wheel of Chicago, uh, Murray State, and then Longwood. Hilarious. Um, so, who do you have so far as you're like, uh, when we're talking like bubble teams, who's your last four in and your like first four out? Um, last four in, I'd probably do, um, I'd say uh, probably like Dayton, Memphis, Rutgers, and maybe um, either San Francisco or um, Santa Clara. So, and last I, four out, I'd probably do Indiana, Michigan, SMU, maybe Oregon. Last four out. So, before today, I would have had Memphis there, but Memphis blew out Houston today. That puts them beyond that point. Carolina beating Duke puts them beyond that point. So, my last four in is Rutgers, Wyoming, Michigan, and Xavier. And my first four out is Indiana, Oregon, Florida, and Virginia Tech. Michigan is a weird one. Wyoming was a good pick. Um, but I don't – see, Wyoming is probably going to win their conference. So that's the other thing about this. Is, the thing uh, is, Wyoming has to compete with Boise State, Fresno State, San Diego State. But they're, I, I think they're the best team in that conference, personally. Also, um, Colorado State. Yeah, there's four good teams in that conference, and honestly, all four should be um, tournament teams, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, that's where we're at. With uh, That's how I feel about those. But we're going to go through and talk about some other ones. Um, so we, we mentioned Indiana, and I feel like... They're dead. That was the worst. Me. That was the worst month that you could have possibly had 
if you're an Indiana fan. <sighs> Terrible. Probably are dead. Lots of blown leads. Lots of blown opportunities. Yeah, losing to Northwestern is probably the one that did it. And then again, mind. losing this week to Purdue when you, you know, you, you you have the game in your hands and you just can't finish. Yeah, because that probably would have saved them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're not a tournament team in my eyes. Um, then we've got Michigan, who is another one that's confusing and up and down. And I don't know how to feel about them at all. Um, I mean, they lost to Minnesota, blown out by Carolina, lost to UCF, and but then they also have beaten Purdue, beat Iowa, beat uh, Ohio State tonight, and I just don't know what they what they are. I have no idea what they are. We're talking recently. Um, they're pretty hot since uh, the coach got suspended. It's no, it's win loss, win loss, win loss, win loss, win loss. That's what the rest are. They beat Purdue, lost to Ohio State, beat Iowa, lost Wisconsin, beat Rutgers, lost Illinois, beat Miss Michigan State, lost Iowa, beat Ohio State. So by that logic, they're going to win one game in the conference tournament, then lose the next one, and then go to the NCAA tournament, win one game, and then lose the next one. I do think they're a tournament team, though, just because they have big wins and they've only lost, I think, two bad games, you know what I mean? Because they lost to uh, UCF and Minnesota. The Minnesota one is bad, really bad, because they suck really bad. Yeah, that first Michigan State loss was puzzling, though. They got clapped by Michigan State the first time. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. just remains to be seen. The whole Big Ten is kind of a it's, – it's, it's a tough situation because the Big Ten is so much better than every other conference right now other than the SEC in basketball. So – I don't – It's you have to take it with, like, a grain of salt because they're playing better competition than, like, Duke is right now. Like, if yeah, you put Duke in the Big also, Ten, is Duke, is Duke, you know, a five-win team, a five-loss team, I mean, or are they actually, like, a ten-loss team instead? Yeah, but we also don't want to hype up the Big Ten like we did last season and they just shit the bed in March. That is also kind of fair. Um, we've got them next. We've got Rutgers – who has a similar record, they're 18 and 12, but, and they had some bad losses early on, but when we entered conference play, after they had their couple bad three losses, they have been really good. And they've got wins against Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Illinois. That's four very good wins, and that basically guarantees them getting in. Plus, they beat Michigan. Buzzer beating wins versus Purdue and um, Indiana. Yeah, but then they also have a loss against Louisiana Lafayette and uh, UMass. So, but I do think they get in just because we can beating, ignore the we can ignore the early season losses because that's like you know like preseason getting beating, your feet wet. Yeah, beating four ranked teams in a row is, and you have a winning record basically guarantees you in there. Um. Then we got SMU, who is – they have a better record, but, like, have they, like, beat any money? Like, really? Yeah, that Other. is very puzzling for the American Athletic uh, Conference. And they beat Houston, but also Houston doesn't look as good as they did originally. They just got blown out by Memphis, too, and we'll talk – so I either think you put both SMU and Memphis in or you put neither one of them in is really how that comes down to 
Yeah. Uh, yeah Houston, they played some close games uh, versus Wisconsin earlier in the season. Uh, a close game at Alabama that they lost. I mean, but they've really um, been sputtering. But I think to me, so season. even though, like, and SMU also beat Memphis twice, so I feel like you have to put SMU in before you put in Memphis. And I think Memphis made it in by blowing out uh, Houston tonight. So, and Memphis has only got one loss in like the last month, and it's to SMU. So, I think you have to you have to put both of them in, in my mind. Um. Yeah. Then we've got Florida, who is another one that is uh, probably the worst loss on this list of anyone, um, losing to Texas, Texas Southern. Southern at home, blown up, wasn't even close. Yeah, and then beat by Texas A&M, uh, but and Ole Miss, Ole Miss by sixteen, but they also have um, a win against Auburn, which is probably what puts. Like makes them. Their their one win is against Auburn. They need Auburn, to prove it. They need to prove it in the conference um tournament. Yeah, I think they or have the most to gain. In my opinion, I think they have the most to gain from the conference tournament. In my opinion, from any of these teams that we've mentioned, because I think if Michigan or Indiana just wins like one game and like competes in their whatever their second game is, is they're in. And I think Rutgers is in regardless. So, we talked about Dayton already because the day 10 is kind of wild. Um, I do think Dayton's going to win their conference tournament, but if they don't, I still think I think they're borderline. It really just depends on how, if they lose, how they lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then we got Iowa State, who's not getting in. They're not. Too many bad losses. They fucking stink. They you can't fucking, score they can't, 36 they can't points. Score. 38 points or whatever in a Division One game. Power 5 At home. Game. At yeah. home against no. fucking Oklahoma State. You fucking yeah. stink. You fucking suck. Get, get the that. fuck out of here. Can't do that ever. Just not not doable. Um, we got Oregon, who is playing in one of the weaker conferences and has lost three games in a row. There's no way in hell you could probably put them in the tournament. They've gotten beat by 20 by Washington State, 11 by Washington, who is – neither one of those teams are, like, great by any means. Like, so I, I don't get that. And then they lost to Colorado, lost to Cal, who is bad. Uh, they've got a loss to St. Mary's. They got beat by 40 by Houston. Just no, they can't get in. They're not in. Wash them off. Everybody, anybody who wants has them on their board can go ahead and take them off. Yeah, you can't lose five of your last six games. Got blown out by Washington, then Washington State. But, but compete against Arizona and USC and yeah. beat UCLA twice? What the fuck is this Oregon team? Yeah, I, and then we got Colorado. It's another pack team, but they finished better, even though they also have a terrible loss to Washington State. They got beat by, like, almost 40 by I Washington I mean, it's State. not like Washington State is the worst team in the pack. So, oh, now they're in the middle of the table. And they also lost to Southern Illinois University, but, but – I do think they Colorado is a tournament team regardless. Yeah, they, they won. blew out Arizona. Seven of their last eight games. So, as long as they don't get blown out again by Washington State, I'm fairly certain they make the tournament with ease. Yeah, and also, uh, they, they had a game scheduled against Kansas that got canceled earlier in the season. That, that could have been a big win for them. 
It could have been, also could have been an embarrassing loss. But 20 and 10, you get 20 wins, I feel like you're in. If you're in a Power 5 conference and you get 20 wins, you should probably be in. Um, Loyola guaranteed themselves today, so they're not on the bubble anymore. And then we got BYU and Santa Clara, which both of them are in the West Coast Conference. And it really, like, could go either way with either one. Yeah, BYU BYU just lost um, to San Francisco, I think, yesterday or today. Yeah. So they're out of the tournament. So it's hard for me to be like, yeah, you got to put them in. You know what I mean? Like, And then Santa Clara finished one a couple spots higher, has similar overall records. So between the two, I'd give the nod to Santa Clara personally. Um, yeah, especially if Santa Clara can beat uh, St. Mary's tomorrow. Or I mean, They've already beat St. Mary's once, though. And, you know, they we, we know they can play. Yeah. Them in San Francisco, um, they're, you know, bubble teams from the West Coast Conference. Uh, I think they're going to get in, both of them, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I don't. out of all the games Santa Clara's played, they've only lost two games to teams that I felt like they were better than. And then they've they've split with St. Mary's and then beat everybody else they were supposed to. So, I mean, they lost to Cal and they lost to UCI, which sucks. That's not, not good losses, but... Regardless, I feel like every other team they played, they were better than they beat. They beat Stanford, Nevada. Um, Nevada's not a bad team. They beat TCU by twenty. So I just feel like oh, you yeah. got you got you got to put them in. Yeah. Um, and that's really that's all the bubble teams I got. You got any, anybody else that you want to talk about? Um. Uh, I guess we can talk about the Big Twelve. Um, right now. Because I think they're the best conference in uh, college basketball, but man, it's um, crazy! It's crazy how stacked that league is, man. Texas Tech lost TCU. They beat Kansas, then they lose to West Virginia. Texas went to overtime with Kansas. Baylor's Baylor, defending national champions. Oklahoma State can beat anybody any day. They're still fifteen and fifteen, though, man. I think they're very top heavy. I think the Big Twelve is extremely top heavy, in my opinion. Yeah, I would lean. You also have Oklahoma; they can score, you know, lights out, and Iowa State they can't fucking score to save their life. Yeah, so I would actually lean. Sadly, the SEC, SEC, or or the Big Ten. Oh, SEC. Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee's good too. They just beat Arkansas. What the fuck? South Carolina's number five. Yeah. They've they've had a good turn, but I mean LSU, Texas A and M, Alabama good. are Texas all good. Texas A and M is decent. Alabama, they're disappointing, but they're also decent. Alabama's has has so many good wins. They're guaranteed to make the tournament. Like, yeah, it's like guaranteed. A, it's like a five way nine and nine. Conference record for yeah, and A and M. If they hadn't had a two week stretch where they lost like nine games in a row, they they're easily a very good team. They lost. Yeah, they were good. <sighs> then they just fucking lost. They lost nine games in a row, but then they've won five out of the last six. They'll still probably make the tournament. Sadly, I mean, good for them if they make it. Yeah, but getting the Alabama win probably uh put them over the edge. So, Alabama just lost to LSU in overtime. That's tough. It's really puzzling to me how South Carolina is 9-9 nine nine in conference. What? 
Yeah, it's really weird. It's I don't insane. know what's going on there. And then and Georgia's the worst team. <laughs> and then seventeen. So the Big Ten also they got Illinois, Wisconsin, Purdue, all top ten. Well, Illinois is going to be a top ten team now, probably. Oh, they're not really top ten. Whatever. Those are they're ranked teams. Rutgers is a good team. Iowa's Rutgers a good team. is a good Ohio team. State's Ohio State's a good team. A good team. Iowa, uh, they are really uh, showing off, you know, at the right time, getting hot yeah. at the right time. They're up Michigan and down. Michigan State also exists. Yeah, they're uh, a good team. Michigan's Indiana's, up and down. Yeah. A- after you get past Michigan, it's Indiana and the rest of the shitty teams in the Big Ten. That's still far deeper than the Big 12. Yeah. And, I, and you, you know, the ACC, it's Duke, Notre Dame, North Carolina, Miami. And then no one four is that are probably mm. going to make the tournament. And then honestly, this year I feel like the Big East is better than the ACC as a whole. Mm. You got Providence, Villanova, UConn, Creighton, Seton Hall, and Marquette. I, I, I don't, I don't think Creighton and Seton Hall are really great teams when you take them out of their home stadium and put them, you know, in neutral court. I think more. Creighton is better than Miami and Wake Forest right now. Right now. Yeah, I think they beat Miami or Wake Forest. The Creighton team that just lost to Seton Hall. Yeah. Lost yeah. to Providence by 20. Yep. I also think Providence blows out every team in our uh, – is better than every team in the ACC except for Duke. So is Villanova uh, and so is I, UConn. I'm not so sure about that, buddy. I, it's levels to this. I think, you know, playing against weaker competition – See, but like, see, this is this is the issue with the way the art, what we've done now with Power Five and Group of Five, is we say it depends on the competition. I mean, but, I'm not saying the Big East isn't, you know, they're definitely Power Five, but you know, it, it's different playing, you know, being top le- top dog in the ACC. Everyone plays you, you know, the hardest versus playing fucking DePaul in Georgetown. See, Butler. but DePaul is a good team, and they just happen to play better than a tough They're a East. good team that's 10th place in the conference. They are because I think that conference is very tough. And so we're, we we put all this, like, who you're playing stock into it based on our own, like, uh, look, at, like, this is this is the way things always have been. But what if one of these conferences have just caught up and we're not putting as much stock into it as we should? Because I don't think the gap between those teams in the Big East is that big from the rest of the big conferences. I really don't believe that. Because St. John's, Xavier, um, Seton Hall are would all be competitive in every single one of the major five conferences. Oh, well, I've been to a Xavier game. They are they're very puzzling, to say the least. They they stink, but they don't stink. I mean, I get that. It's but like, weird. we've gotten to this point now where we, we put so much stock into who these teams play. But what if – the gap isn't that big. And, the, like, the ACC this year, we can obviously see that it's a down year for them. But we usually we still put stock into it regardless. You know what I mean? Like, for no reason. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I think it's the way it's supposed to be. Just my honest opinion. I think the Big East this year, if you take Arizona out, is a much better conference than the Pac-12. Well, that's and we your consider opinion. we consider the Pac-12 a major conference. Well, I don't, I don't stay, I don't stay. Okay, we're fine. We're but, fine. Um, that's your opinion. We'll see how they do in the tournament. We'll see how they do yeah. in the tournament. That's all we can do. Yeah. and that's yeah, our barometer, really. That's really our barometer is how they do in the tournament. 
Yeah, this is March. Let's see. Well, it's okay. going to be a good week for conference uh, tournaments. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Lo- I'm gonna really gonna enjoy that. So besides that, we had UFC last night. Um, Colby Covington's very good at fighting. That's what I learned. Yeah, he's an asshole, but he is an asshole. But me, kind of had to be an asshole to be to do that for a living. I yep, think you, know I mean? you got to have some asshole to you. Yeah, he beat the guy that you know gave him a home while he was poor in training. But you know, apparently he's uh, he wants to fight Dustin Poirier now. That'd be fun. Yeah, Colby, move down weights because you can't beat Usman, so. And you can't lose to anyone else. Might as well have some competition. But uh, that that's all I have to take away from last night's USC. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, that's uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, nothing else. But um, I will say, let's go uh, St. Joseph's Peacocks, and let's go Jacksonville Dolphins. It's St. Peter's Peacocks. St. Peter's Peacocks. St. Joseph's is a different school. That's a school in Philadelphia. My bad, St. Peter's Peacocks. Okay, but yeah. let's go St. Peter's. Let's go Peacocks. Let's go Dolphins. Let's have a outstanding conference tournament week. Sure, 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 sure. All right, guys. See you next time.